0: Good evening. You are listening to the Ladies View podcast, where we discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly. This is your host, Celine. On the line is our lovely Heather and a special guest. But before we introduce our guest, Heather, how are you doing tonight? I am doing great. Good. good. I'm doing very well and excited for this podcast. Now, tonight's show is all about relationships, and Heather has to juice on some relationships that are hot and happening right now. I love relationships. <laughs> so uh, the first
1: friendship I want to touch on really is Sierra mm-hmm. and Russell.
0: Okay. Now,
1: I don't know about you, but I think that they are so cute.
0: Yes. Yes, I like so them together. Cute.
1: They are they are such a cute couple. They really complement each other well. He's done great with her son that she had with Future before right. they got together. I mean, honestly, like looking at him and the little boy, I think it's like what is it, Future Junior? Mm-hmm. You can't even tell that. That's an honestly think that they are like biologically father is so beautiful. Yes, um, I love that. But Slim the had an mm-hmm. issue which I mean it's always some type of drama. So he had an issue and he was saying recently that he doesn't understand how a woman like C air like a okay. man now wants Russell Wilson. Which is oh. garbage. Oh, wow. Preposterous, right? Wow. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So she said, Slim Thug said, and I quote, because I got this, 6com mm-hmm. he's just a corny dude. Ain't <gasps> nothing wrong with it. I ain't going to say corny because that's hating, but he's just like a square. Wow. I don't believe a girl coming from a shoe could even adapt to that.
0: Wow. Oh, my garbage. Goodness. Well, here. Garbage. I mu- that is it. Pure garbage. And I must say that I think um, she may have learned from that past relationship, mm-hmm. you know, and I think she's matured and she's- probably attracted to him because he is a mature man exactly. who takes care of his business and to exactly. a woman, that right there is attractive.
1: That's hot. You know, Okay. So, someone
0: at my age, I'm not attracted and I wouldn't be attracted to someone in their 20s without a job or to, you know, dug out. That, that's just right, not right, me right now. Right. Not in my 30s. You know, right. I've grown now, up.
1: We don't want to say that that's what Slim Thug is about. We definitely right, right. We don't no, want no, no, I mean, no, excuse no, me, future. No. Let me <laughs> future. back up future. No, no. We definitely don't want to say that no. Absolutely, about that, but he and Russell are, and we want to take that into consideration. It's okay for you to evolve, adapt, and that's just her
0: flavor. Yeah, you know, he's probably, yeah, new. What can we say? No, yeah, (laughs) hey, you know what? If she's in love and she's happy, that's ours
1: exactly so really quickly before we introduce our lovely guests I do want to touch on JLo and A-Rod because they are hot right now
0: they really are aren't they oh, everywhere goodness, goodness. They are- they're so cute
1: <laughs> together
0: they are in love
1: yes they are and you can tell and it's funny because we've been following JLo since we were kids really mm-hmm. for the most yep. right I mean we were like pre-teens we've been following her yes and yes this looks like the relationship where she's like yes I'm excited. I'm happy. And they're all over the place. So right now they're in Italy. Ah. I don't know if they're celebrating anything or if they're just out there. I mean, so they're right. just out there. <laughs> they're just out there having a good time. But they are loving each other. They are post- all over. They Ooh, don't care what man. people are saying about them. They look Matching outfits. Their, they look good in their date night outfits, <laughs> right? <laughs> they sure do. They are the cutest
0: thing right now. Right. I so we wish them
1: well. That. We recently said that she doesn't want to just this relationship by marriage soon which we know that j-lo has always done mm-hmm, so she's trying mm-hmm. to do it differently because she don't want to lose this man
0: oh i don't blame her i don't yes. blame her the best to yes. both of them we love absolutely a absolutely right yeah so heather let me go on and introduce our guest our guest tonight has been on bh1 basketball wives buzzfeed own networks hit show Don't Tell the Bride, the Ricky Lake Show, and iHeartRadio as a recurring relationship expert. Love it, yes. Oh, that's not it. (laughs) She also has a degree in mass communications and a master's in communication management. In addition to being a certified dating, she is the founder of the Spicy Life program and all together our go-to love expert spicy maddie are you on the line yes i
2: need to hire you for <laughs> yes, yes. I be- before sister, you talk, you.
0: <laughs> i
1: just want to also tell our our listeners that she's beautiful too
0: oh, <laughs> oh isn't she oh, oh my, God. my goodness maddie thank that you. hair <laughs> oh yeah
2: it's a lot you can do it anytime
0: you want <laughs> i love it i love it and i must say that i just felt like i introduced a wonder woman <laughs> Oh, yes, oh my. <laughs> you, you have such an impressive resume and I love it. Oh, lady,
2: thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate that. Remind my husband of my resume. <laughs> so he forgets when he sees me in the morning.
0: That is too <laughs> funny. So before we go on and pick your brain a little, Maddie, can you tell us something about yourself that the listeners may not know? And can you tell us a bit about why being the love expert has become your passion?
2: So I would probably say something the listeners wouldn't know about me is that I've made every mistake in the book, Mm -hmm. Uh, that although I am an expert, and I have the studies and the research and education to back it up, I also have the experience. So uh, one thing that people are shocked is to hear about uh, how tumultuous and toxic of an Mm -hmm. upbringing I had. Uh, Uh Growing up, my mother was married three times. And so, uh, people often find it interesting that, uh, I was a matchmaker when I was a child. I helped her meet those men and (laughs) she, you know, she used me used me as like a little adorable kid to be able to you know socialize and i would go up to guys and i'm like you know pitching my mom to them and i'm like you know wow. my mom i promise i'm a good kid i really wanted a daddy some of it was selfish i really wanted a dad oh, wow. okay. and okay. so i was matchmaking at that young age but i also saw how important relationships were to my mother and that she wasn't happy unless she was in one and so that's why i was constantly going out up to strangers at the grocery store introducing me and my mom to them and so she didn't she saw that and she saw how big of an influence she had on me and she made sure to like equip me with every single self-help book uh, a relationship with Christ Uh, she spoke to me openly and candidly about sex about marriage so that I wouldn't make and repeat the same mistakes that she did and Mm -hmm. when I saw the impact of how that could be on a woman's life I was like oh this is I gotta change this and of course I made mistakes too, but I learned from those and then decided I wasn't going to follow down my mom's you know, footsteps, and I was right. going to make different choices for my life. Wow. Love that. Yeah, love that. Yeah.
1: So Marty, I do, um, with all of your experience, you've made every mistake in the book um, and I'm sure it's like, you know, a combination of that and you're like, you know, let me take the good with the bad and kind of get this thing figured out with your expertise now, how do you define love?
2: So I define love as, uh, having the, so there's several, there's several areas, but one of the things that I would say when it comes to love is, uh, giving you the opportunity to hurt me, but trusting that you won't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, that is very well said. Um, Madi, can you fall out of love?
2: Oh, Absolutely. Uh, you can definitely fall out of love, but there's certain things that you need to know when you're falling in love, which is are you dating someone who has the same core values as you? What is their character makeup? So yes, they, you know, may have a great resume and make you feel good, but similar to what Russell Wilson and Sierra's relationship is now versus what who she was when she was with uh future, was she dating at the level of her self esteem? Absolutely. Is she still that same person? No, she is oh not. Russell was a reflection is. of Sierra's wow. self-esteem now. And, and Future was a reflection of her self-esteem then. And oh, so wow. she may have been in love with Future, but she's also grown since then, which everybody's like, yeah, she's mature. You know, but she also had to learn to love what was good for her. And I think that a lot of times we can fall in love with, you know, a toxic relationship or a toxic person or even the idea of someone, but real love is finding our purpose, mate, not necessarily who we choose, but who God has chosen for our lives.
1: Oh, I love that. Oh my God. Yeah. You just like right me, yeah. literally. Just with that, just with that action alone. And there are so many people out here Are in relationships that maybe, like you said years ago, when they were 19, 20, 20 years old, they were so infatuated or thought they were madly in love with this person that they're like late 30s, early 40s, mid 40s. They're like, this is not what I want anymore. Oh, absolutely. It's called
0: divorce.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> right. right okay right.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness oh my goodness and so okay I'm going to backtrack a little now when you were sharing the story about your mom and went through you mentioned that she was not happy unless she was with someone can you be happy without with being single how you do you do that happy. The,
2: the, the first part of actually finding uh, a or being in a healthy relationship is having a relationship with yourself first so if you can't love yourself if you can't set the bar high on how you treat yourself you should enjoy going to the movie with yourself you should enjoy like whatever hobbies you're interested in I'm passionate about water sports I should be doing those on my own. I shouldn't be waiting for a man to come and do those with me. And right. so he's going to find me while I'm running my race and decide to be in alignment and run that race with me. I'm not about to start running my race when it's there. And so <laughs> it's only more attractive <laughs> when you're in love with yourself, because I'm the only one who can teach you how to love me. Right. Right. Oh my God.
0: And okay. Another question. And this is actually from one of our listeners. Why do people grown adults cheat oh
2: this is such a funny question
1: let me take notes on this one
2: okay okay so people have people think that that oftentimes it's something that they're doing they're not satisfying a need for their partner or that they're lacking now you can not be providing every single need for your partner this is true so they're reaching out elsewhere or there's temptation and they fall for it but in my personal opinion, and from my experiences, and from what I have learned and gathered from my research is that either you're a cheater, or you're not. So either you're somebody who is a part of your character, it is it is either you are a person of integrity, or you're not nobody Uh can make me go rob a bank, nobody can go make I can be in need of money, I can be broke as a joke, but either I'm going to choose to go and get money via, you know, a a job Mm -hmm. or I'm going to, you know, um, look, I I have a hot sauce also. I'm not just a relationship expert. Like there's other ways (laughs) of of creating that income, right? But I'm not going to necessarily go rob the bank. I'm not going to go do a crime that's going to put me in a position that's worse than when I started. But if I'm a a thief, if I'm a robber, if, if it's in me, if it's a part of my character, if I'm capable of that then yes, I may go to, to that extent. But when mm-hmm. it comes to people and relationships, it is emotional and you can fall out of love. But either you're somebody who holds fidelity to a high regard and you hold commitment to a high regard or you don't. And I think a lot of times we don't assess the person's character or the person's judgment prior to getting into the relationship. We feel like, oh, they may have had a tumultuous class or they may have you know, cheated on previous women, but now they're a changed person. And- I'm saying look at their track record are they somebody who cheats or they somebody who hasn't and to think that you're enough to think that you are this amazing person and that you're going to be the exception to the rule mm. is very untrue and if they are somebody who has had a perfect squeaky clean track record are they a person of integrity that is going to find you know a, a different outlet a different way in order to uh, you know to, to express their frustration in the relationship? How do they handle conflict resolution? Know those things before you get into the relationship and now you're not experimenting with your heart.
1: Right. Ooh, wow. I love it. Well,
0: whoever, <laughs>
1: whoever posed that question, I hope that they are going to be listening. Yes. Because
0: that was Jane. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Yes, that, and, was some, that was some good stuff. Yes. And Mari, yeah. um, how do you forward with someone that has from the past? Can you move forward? Should you move forward?
2: Well, I'm not I'm a firm believer that that if the person can and will, and is capable of proving to you and regaining that trust, and if you believe that this person is capable of being this other person, and they have shown you previously triumph, they have shown you previously resourceful, they have shown you that they can actually correct past behaviors, it may be something as simple as like, hey, When you told him, bring home milk, did he learn, did he learn from that mistake of forgetting milk and now he's bringing it home? Like, look at other things that this person has done. And if there's somebody who corrects their mistakes and there's somebody who loves you enough to work on the relationship, then yes, Mm. work on the relationship. Mm. You don't have to walk away from every single person that has, that has necessarily broken the trust in the relationship because other things other than cheating can break trust. Right. Absolutely. But do you trust that this person is capable of earning it back? Because if not, then you're gambling with your future and your life and you're wasting time because you could potentially be missing out on somebody who actually could be in a relationship with you that you do trust.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. Love that. Love that. Let me ask you, with all this talk about cheating or breaking trust and what happens when someone decides that they're falling out of love? How do you ship or your man
2: spice? Ooh, I love this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is all my area of expertise. <laughs> uh, there are so many things that come into the equation, from finances to family to children to you know life's responsibilities that definitely can make the relationship lucky. I mean, when you have you know bills to be paid and you've worked a long day, you may forget to like service your partner. But one thing that I always tell people to do is put love back on their to do list. So it's something as simple as just like creating a calendar of activities that you want to enjoy and experience the same way that you would create a calendar for you and your boss at work of, you know, things that you have to do, your relationship needs to be a priority. And don't think that you're going to lose the spice by putting even sex on your calendar. People who have sex on their calendar actually have sex more than people who do not. And so- it is, it is. It
0: is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, i mean, I'm just saying. How busy are you that you can't have sex and it must be put on a
2: calendar? I'm, <laughs> I'm just you, saying. There but... are couples that do not have time to sex. They, they are, they're too tired. But if you know, I have something to look forward to every Wednesday, or Tuesday, well, you know, me and him are going to get it busy. It's intentional. Yes. But something, something, even,
1: something. even if they put it on the calendar, though, even if they do, I don't know. Into, like, you have to want that thing, like, for you.
2: Okay, let me tell you, you, what you what one I'm even saying. more fun. Okay, this one's more fun. The spicy tip jar is my go-to, because sometimes people are like, ah, the calendar, yes, I want the spontaneity, which spontaneity right. is a part of the passion. Yes. A spicy tip jar where you're putting in one sweet compliment for him, something that you love about him, something that you love about, him, you love about her. You put that in once a week, but you also put in a new place that you want to have sex, a new position that you want to try, oh. a new place <laughs> that you want to have sex. You put that in there with a the compliment and every week you and him or her will pull it out. And if it's a compliment, you read it out loud. If it's a new place that you guys are going to get busy or do, then you guys do that thing. But now you oh. are creating some spontaneity. And passion and desire, and you don 't know what to expect you don 't know what new place she's going to put in there or what new position right. she's going to put in there, or what what cream she wants on her but like you have something to look forward to, but you also are giving each other love and words of affirmation in addition to the frikity. Okay.
0: It, I, I do like that. that. I do. Um, wow. Okay. I, I don't know if I would dare try that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would. A
2: free one. If you guys don't even have time for that, play, play hide <laughs> and go <laughs> get it. Like, that's a fun game. Hide around the house when the lights off and make them come find you. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> I didn't say and every that, time yeah. he finds you, you take off the of clothing. Ooh. So you count, oh. You oh. find him; he counts and finds you. But at the end of the, the the night, you guys should be butt naked. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I like that. I'm all for right. that. Okay. Okay. And what advice do you have for people who cannot be themselves around their better half?
2: So they don't feel comfortable communicating with their better half? Yes, communicating, yeah. Okay, so one thing that I would tell couples that feel as if they're walking on eggshells or feel as if they can't be trans is of course, have you tried to have this conversation with your partner and let them know where you're coming from? I'm very big on making sure that you address it with your partner. Before you address it with anybody else, friends, family, whomever, address it with your partner. If they're not Mm -hmm. somebody who's open to constructive criticism, then once again, we go to the jar. And if there is something that you feel like you need to share with them or a pet peeve of yours that they're doing, this is a separate jar now. You put, you put it in the jar so that it's not constantly just like nagging and these complaints and mm-hmm. just allow the partners to pull it out and read it so that they can receive that constructive criticism and it's coming from a healthy place. But you also got to put in there you know, an affirmation as well. But the spicy tip mm-hmm. jar is something else than the, than the complaint jar. But mm-hmm. if, if it's something like, you know, I don't feel like I can eat in front of them because they're judgmental or they're critical. Like you have to talk about those things because if not, you're going to be sharing those vulnerabilities with someone else. And that's yeah. how affairs again.
0: Mm. Very, yeah,
1: very true. Yeah. I, I definitely see how that, that could happen. Now, Marty, this is something that we talked about on our podcast. We did a podcast this past Saturday with uh, two gentlemen who, um, They're on the the D and Davis show. It is Kenneth Davis and Damon Spoon. And we collab with them. One of the questions at the end during our talk time with the ladies segment was the $48 engagement ring. (laughs) So uh, Earthquake, the comedian, posted on Instagram last something to the effect of, and I know I'm probably jamming my words here. He said, um, what would you do if your significant other presented you with a $48 engagement ring? What would you say about that?
2: For an engagement (laughs) ring for me? Or an engagement ring just to, if you. there's a couple in front of me and he gives her the engagement. Is what I would do he is get, different well, than what I would mean. recommend to people. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay. What would you recommend? In my, in, in, in my experience, I had my husband allow me to pick out my own engagement ring. Nice. Other people's experiences, they want to be surprised. With the prize and spontaneity and you allowing it left up to him, you can get everything from, you know, a $48 engagement ring a dolphin. I've heard of a man proposing he thought his wife liked dolphins. dolphin. He gave her a, a, a dolphin engagement. Okay, wow. so, yeah, he didn't like it. She returned. So, <laughs> so, it's <if, if, laughs> there is no, there is no exact amount that has to be spent on engagement. Engagement rings are something that just that has, that is actually within, you know, the last uh, what, 50 to 60 like, it's actually it's a very new concept. Engagement rings are not something that are mandatory, but as Americans, you know, we have Included this is something that we now feel, you know, after the beers which capitalized on the diamond industry. Now we are required to present this expensive engagement as a sign of our love and representing our relationship on our finger. That's a lot of pressure, especially if you're in a relationship with somebody and your guys income bracket cannot exceed your expectation you know it's not it's not going to be able to meet your expectations Mm -hmm. you're not marrying the engagement ring. you're marrying the person and if the ring is more important to you than the relationship you're focusing on the wrong thing and just like weddings if the wedding is more important to you than the marriage you're focusing on the wrong things and it's why Um. couples that spend more on their weddings increase their chances of divorce the more that they spend. Wow. True. I've seen yes. it happen.
1: They, they're like going into right. debt and then there's all these other situations that come from that because of the unhappiness oh. and the stress. Are so. you the
2: one yes. who trusts that your husband's going to get an engagement ring for you that you will enjoy and that's nice? And if not, maybe you have a say or you guys try to come up with a budget. My husband gave me a budget and I went looking based on that budget. To me, mm. it, the, the surprise wasn't important. I wanted to be happy with the gift. And, right. so, <laughs> right, right. and so in order for him not to feel as if you know he, in order for him not to feel bad about what he purchased, because this is something you should be talking about him right. proposing to you should not be a surprise your engagement ring uh, this huge investment should almost not be a surprise maybe you don't know the date but you should definitely know if it's coming you should definitely know now that your finances are intertwined how much is being spent because if he's spending 10k and you guys are in debt Now you guys are starting your marriage at a disadvantage. You guys are starting behind and your chances of divorce once again increase. So I'm a huge proponent of having conversations with each other. You guys should be knowing each other's finances, each other's credit scores. You guys, before you make this large jump, should be knowing how much is in each other's checking and savings account. And you should know what he can afford and what he can't. And if he doesn't place value on a diamond, then you guys need to have that discussion. Well, what does he place value on? Because if he places value on you guys being debt-free, then of course this is a responsible this is of course this is something and a person that you want to invest in but mm-hmm. I do think that you guys need to come to an agreement about what's reasonable so that you aren't expecting five carats and you get you know uh, one carrot because yeah you're only going to show your disappointment on your face and men's goal is to please you it makes them happy to make you happy mm-hmm. and you don't want to start off the marriage <laughs> making no. him feel bad about his first major purchase
0: oh very very well right. said Maddie, we that. Appreciate you coming on the show tonight. You oh, have shared you. so much with us. You are truly a love expert. <laughs> you really <laughs> are. Yes. Home- homework for our listeners and ourselves. I would say some some good things. I'm I- absolutely now. Spicy Maddie, if our <laughs> listeners who want to reach out to you, where can they find
2: you? Oh, you guys can always go to spicylife.com or you can uh, play with my Twitter or stroke my Instagram at Spicy Maddie. Okay, perfect. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you so much again, Spicy Maddie, for joining us. And we are wrapping up the podcast for tonight. So listeners, thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to find us on Instagram, The Ladies View Show. We are on Twitter, The Ladies View TV. We are on Snapchat, The Ladies View Show, and on Facebook, The Ladies View Show. Our website is www.theladiesview.com. And until next time, ciao. Thank you. Bye, The
2: Thank you. Thank you.